Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. We are continuing our Advent reading plan. So Merry Christmas, I guess. It's not Christmas yet, but it's coming. But before we jump in, I've got a quick announcement. I know many of you are just now tuning in to join the journey for the Advent season. And I wanted to let you know that this reading plan is actually part of a year-long Bible reading plan. It's not just for Christmas. And so in January, we will be starting the book of Proverbs, one chapter a day, Monday through Friday. It's it's a pretty attainable uh, daily reading assignment. We'll keep going with these daily podcasts, tackling the toughest verses in each day's reading. And we would love to have you read along with us and join us in 2024. We'll put all that information in the episode description. And then lastly, my second announcement, if you have kids or you've got kids in your life that you love, maybe nieces or nephews, cousins, neighbors, today is a Friday, and that means there's a new episode of Join the Journey Junior out just for the kiddos in your life. So check that out. But all of that said, Today, we are reading Numbers 24, 17, Jeremiah 33, 14 through 16, and 2 Samuel 7, 4 through 17. And here with me today are two of my friends, Abby Takam. Hey, guys. And Maddie Bellinghausen. Hey, hey. So glad to have you all here. Did I pronounce the last names correctly? You did. I think you did. Good. Thank you. Uh, It's fun that the two of you are here together. One, because I know y'all. And all month long, we're having young adults on the podcast. So it's like my peers are coming in to record (laughs) all month, which is so fun. Um, But two, you two are both passionate about missions. And so I'll let Abby kick us off. Tell us a little bit about that. Right. Yeah. So I've been to Ethiopia for two summers now with just the young adult ministry here, the porch, and have gone and partnered up with local churches in Ethiopia to be able to evangelize to them. Um, and be able to share the gospel and really what has the Lord done in my life and why is it that I believe in Jesus and just be able to share his love for me and for others. I would say that it has been a really impactful thing in my life because when I go to Ethiopia and you go to Africa out in the middle of nowhere, you are uncomfortable. And so you get to learn what it's like to rely on the Lord. And so every day that I'm out there, I'm sharing the gospel with others, but I am reminded of the gospel myself. So that's cool. that's me. Love. Okay, so yeah, for the past two years, I have gone to Albania, and I have absolutely just had my heart broken for God's people over there. It is a nation that has honestly been under so much darkness and oppression over decades and generations, and um, Christianity and religion, honestly, was not welcome for years and years and years. So getting to go over there and just see like how the gospel is taking root and how God's people are just on the move, and we work with high schoolers. So it's just absolutely incredible to see how they are just little pioneers in their family and in their friend groups and in the entire nation, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Right before we hit record, we were talking about today's passages and y'all's experience and with short-term mission trips and and really noticing God's heart for the nations on display in today's scriptures, in today's readings. And so we're going to come back to that missional emphasis here in a second. But before we get there, let's just walk through today's three texts. We don't normally have three passages. So Abby, why don't you kick us off with Numbers 24? Sure. Numbers 24, 17. So right before this, Balak, did I pronounce that correctly? You got it. He is the king of Moab. And he hired Balaam to come and curse the nation of Israel. Instead of cursing the nation of Israel, Balaam just 
well, doesn't decide. He has no choice. He blesses the nation of Israel three times. And so what we see here is that God is in control. Even though Balaam was hired to come and curse the nation, there was nothing that he could do against God's will to be able to uh, bless the nation. And so in this blessing, he says, a star shall come out of Jacob. That really is prophesizing the coming of Jesus. Mm -hmm. A scepter shall rise out of Israel. It shall crush the forehead of Moab. So essentially what Balak was trying to seek is the complete opposite of God's plan. Mm. And so that's really what is happening here. Yeah, I love it. It's it's neat to see how even back in the Old Testament, in a book like Numbers that we commonly skip over or read begrudgingly, God was at work all the while, and Jesus has been his plan A. And then we, we flip over to Jeremiah 33, 14 through 16. Okay, so this passage starts with David having these grand grand plans to um, build the Lord a temple. Mm -hmm. Um, And up until this point, they have been carrying around the Ark of the Covenant with them everywhere that they have gone. And the Lord literally says, are you to build me a house to dwell in? Um, And then he goes on to say that he has been with him every step of the way. And you skip down to verses 8 and 9, and the Lord is just talking about how he is the one who took David out of the pastures Mm -hmm. when he was young and brought him into a position of authority. And he was the one who cut off his enemies and um, led him into the role that he had set out for him. He didn't need the Lord to he he didn't need David to build a temple for him because it was the Lord who was establishing an everlasting kingdom through David and through his descendants. And he goes on to say that there will be a descendant of David who is, it's referring to Solomon, who will build a temple. And the Lord is talking about he will keep him in check and discipline him when necessary just to um, keep him in alignment with, with his will. And I think mm-hmm. that's just like the coolest thing because like we're so incredibly broken and the Lord like puts these things in our paths. Um, but he's like, no, I'm, I'm in charge of all this. I don't need you to build me a temple because I'm, I'm the one who's going to step on the scene. I'm the one who's been here Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. And so it's just the coolest thing that God isn't reliant on grandiose works of human hands to fulfill his will. He, he's there from the beginning. He's the whole reason we're, we're doing these big things in the first place. Yeah, that's good. I, I love the end of that passage. Uh, in the Watermark Institute, we summed up 2 Samuel 7 by saying, God promised uh, the line of David a house, a kingdom, and a throne. And ultimately, a ruler would come who'd sit on that throne forever. And and we know as New Covenant believers, that ruler is, is Jesus. And so our third passage for today, Jeremiah 33, 14 through 16, falls a little bit later in the history of Israel, David's days are long gone. Many kings have come after them, and the Israelites have failed over and over again. And they've failed in living differently. They were supposed to follow God's law so that all the other nations would see God's heart for, for people and, and want to know their God. You guys are different. What's so, what's so different about you? Who is your God? But Israel didn't do that. They failed. And, and so Jeremiah prophesies that judgment is coming. There's going to be a consequence for their failure. But there's also a glimmer of hope in verse 14. Behold, look, the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. So, so one day, 
someone from David's line, someone who, who finds themselves in David's family tree, somebody's going to come who, who's going to fulfill all of the Old Testament rules and regulations. And we now know that person is Jesus, who lived the perfect life. He didn't sin. He did all of those things. And at Christmas, we celebrate the coming of that king, that this long-awaited Savior who could fulfill 2 Samuel 7 is going to come. Mm-hmm. And and so, Abby, as we looked at these passages, you noticed this missional emphasis. Yes. Tell us about that. So the fall, Genesis 3, since then, the Lord has been continue, continuing in his desire to restore humanity, humanity's relationship with him. Mm-hmm. And so in these verses that we went over and talked about, you see the promise of Jesus. Jesus is coming, came, but at this point in the Old Testament, he is coming to restore that relationship. And that's all that is. It's it's God wants us to pursue him and he wants to pursue us. And so when Jesus comes and he's about to ascend back to heaven, he gives us the great commission. Matthew 28, Jesus tells us, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so our purpose in this, like our purpose now is to go and share the gospel, go and share who Jesus is. Because since the beginning of time, he has promised that Jesus is coming to restore. He has come. And now it's our goal and mission to go and share that. Mm, I love it. And, and and there's a sweetness. I'm glad you shared the Matthew 28 verse because there's a sweetness at the end that he is with us always. Because unlike David, unlike the Israelites, we have the Holy Spirit. And there's an mm-hmm. empowering to live live out this mission in, in a way that most people in the Old Testament couldn't. Because we've got new hearts and and we're filled with spirit and it's it's a beautiful thing. How do we live differently? Like let's let's talk practically. What might be some of the insecurities or the fears uh, that we might feel? And then how do these passages help us respond to them? It all truly just circles back to Jesus and making His name known. As Abby's talking through the Great Commission, just understanding that even back in the Old Testament, when David's carrying like the Ark of the Covenant and talking about building temples, the Lord had a plan for sending his son, Jesus, to die for our sins. And so it wasn't ever a matter of this transactional relationship where we need to build him a temple. We need to do all of these things and have these grand gestures in order to make his his will come about and to fulfill his glory. Like it, it's going to happen regardless. And he's going to use the most broken people to do it. And we see that in Numbers 24, 17. It's a, a wicked man prophesying the coming of the Savior. So how much more is he going to use people whose hearts are completely sold out for him and in love with him and want to do his his work? Yeah. And I think as we go into this Christmas season, a lot of people think of Christmas as a season to give gifts and receive gifts. And I think just being able to share what is the purpose of Christmas? What are we actually celebrating? Mm-hmm. We are celebrating the birth of our Savior. And so that means sharing that with our coworkers, mm-hmm. with our friends, with our neighbors. Um, sometimes we just walk around the stores and say Merry Christmas and don't really stop by to be able to share who is Jesus? What are we celebrating? Mm-hmm. And so I would say that's an application of you don't have to go across the world to share who Jesus is. You can do that to your next door neighbor. 
Absolutely. I love it. Thank you, too, for being here. Thank you. Thank you. You're so welcome. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast. 